old sound wave, wave. And right now, we're going to take it over to, Kevin you know, Holmes. you know, behind the cameras. What else? And, and all that kind of stuff. What else? And right now, on the line, we have Miss Tracy Moore. Hello. How you doing? Hey, how are you? Good, hey, good. How you doing, Tracy, man? Hi. Hi. <laughs> you got it? That's a nice voice you have. You have a beautiful voice. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm trying to get in real quick. (laughs) (laughs) It's Thermal Sideways. We have, of course, Miss Tracy Moore on the line right now. Director, casting director, acting coach. I mean, she does so many things. I'm tired. (laughs) I I know. I can imagine. She said, I'm tired. (laughs) That too. You do that too. Yes. 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 yes, Definitely. That's a good profession. And you know, I know firsthand, you know, but the, the world doesn't know. Yes, this is true. <laughs> but let everybody know a little bit about some things, some of the things you've been doing, you know, uh, recently. Um, well, currently I'm working on a show called Shoot to Win, and we actually open on Wednesday at the Cherry Lane Theater in Manhattan from the 10th through the 14th. And um, basically it's a play about seven women who are on a basketball team, and it takes place in a locker room and lots of different issues, but... Um, the beauty of the story is that there's healing um, at the end, and um, I'm getting ready to start a new class, a scene study class, and I'm currently finishing up uh, Peephole, our film. People. <laughs> yes. People. <laughs> Sounds like a movie to get you arrested. Uh, no, not that kind of movie. <laughs> yeah. It's the other people. Yeah, the people. <laughs> the one you look out of. Yes. Oh, oh you but, can look but, out of it. Oh, you can look in it. No, no, you're yes. looking out of it when you're in your own house. You're looking out in the street. Yeah, just call me yes. Tom. You're not looking on the other side, looking into houses. That'll get you arrested. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> quickly. Uh, I wonder what she's wearing. <laughs> now, now uh, Miss Tracy Moore, this, this, uh, the movie you have, the show you have coming out, excuse me, uh-huh. uh, with the set with the women, the basketball team, this is not something that uh, doesn't include Don Imus, is it? It includes, I'm sorry. doesn't include Don Imus, does it? No, it doesn't, including okay. him. No, but that would be actually funny if he was included in that. But no, um, and these women are vicious. They would probably attack him. Oh, wow. Um, very strong. They're strong in their own right. I mean, um, this production actually took place over in, in London and got critical acclaim. And then uh, there are two producers, Donna Augustine and Kate Bridgman, who bought it over to... America and they Americanized it and then I just kind of came in as the director. It was pretty much it was cast and they were in production and um, there something happened with the director and I came in. So oh, wow. pretty much uh, the people that was behind it said we don't need that director we want you. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say that happened. No way, we'll say it for you. We know what time it is. It's okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> they they know they know what ooh, the real was. Oh, uh, well, you know, it 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 worked out. I I definitely believe on all levels. I was supposed to do this and um I'm really really grateful to work with these ladies. They're very talented and Extremely committed and dedicated, so it's been a really fun time. So let me know when you guys want to come. Oh, absolutely, definitely. Now, getting back to the people, let everybody know what that film is is about. And this can is... I tell them who's starring in it? <laughs> you, you can tell them who's starring in it. Yeah, who's starring in it? C Truth is starring in whoa, it. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on a second. Hold on. How, yep. How come I wasn't invited? See. I don't know you. I mean, now we got to be. No, I didn't know you. 
You only want to one of the radio boys. Okay. I got you. It's not a problem. I, I ain't want to be in it no way. What? Nothing. <laughs> we got to meet. I didn't know you. I mean, like, now I don't even need to meet you to know you. I, I, I got a good sense of your vibes and your energy right now. I'm an act extraordinaire. Really? Something like that. Uh, uh, I love your confidence. Be be careful. You'll be put to the test. <laughs> yes. Be careful. I should call him into the class and have him do a monologue. I could cold read. Read, read outside. That's cold reading. <laughs> yeah, problem. that would be cold reading. <laughs> and you're funny, too. And you're a writer. You should write. Yeah, I, I write my name down someplace, stuff like that. But <laughs> I, I, I have a, qu- a question for somebody yes. out there that, that don't know. What are, what are the duties you do? Can you just break those break those down like cast director? Like some people don't know what is that. Okay, and then I'm gonna go back to people. Um, okay, so a casting director is a liaison between the the talent and the director, and we basically marry the two of you together. We don't um, make the final decision. Um, because there's too many elements involved, and it could be a celebrity director or producer, studio, network. Um, But basically, depending upon the project, we go out and, for me, I can speak for myself, when I was casting consistently, um, I would actually go out and look for talent. I would scout at showcases or plays, um, comedy clubs, wherever talent was, I would go. so that's a casting director. Um, in terms of an acting coach, I basically, um, years ago, about four years ago, um, four or six years, I lived on the road with Buster Rhymes and Eve as their acting coach. So with oh, that wow. job, my duties in that aspect, I lived from the, the day we got on the set until the day they called rap. And... Um, that was for six years. Literally, the way the timing worked, it, I was, it, it always worked out where Buster or Eve never needed me at the same time. So I would, go, I would go do NARC with Buster, come back and do Barbershop One with Eve. And so um, that was a lot of time on the road and in hotels and away from my family. And that was um, another experience. And then as far as directing, the thing that I love about it is that I experience every capacity um, that um, I've I've really been um, working in those areas in terms of the casting. I'm involved in that process. I'm involved in uh, when I direct. I'm also coaching as well. It sort of just blends in. So for me, I feel that directing is my final destination. And that was your original destination. Yes, it was. Um, 27 years ago with $200, a one-way ticket, a trunk from San Francisco, California, knowing two people. Wow. Whoa. That's where it started. Tracy Moore is with us right now. It's Thermal Sound Waves, of course. And uh, she's letting everybody know all of the things that she does. Director, casting director, acting coach, so oh. forth. And so writer as well, because you, you yes. did write the film Peephole as well as directed. So. And I specifically wrote it for you. Oh, wow. I okay. specifically. Oh, you got to see I, you blushing in here. Go ahead. No, Go ahead I, blush, this is the truth. See Truth was in my class, right? See Truth, you were in my class. First first experience with acting. First experience, and I just remember, like, your class, and I think it was a class before your class, it was just, 
this burning desire to create opportunities for you guys. Like I just, you know, I feed off of my students as well. And I just remember coming up with this idea in class and thinking you were perfect for this character. And then everything else sort of um, was created around it. But the edited version, Peephole is about um, C. Truth's character. We shot the short film last year. And it's about... Mm-hmm. We shot it this. We shot it October ago. last year. Two years ago. No, it was, it was last year. It was last year. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it was. It was last year. So much things going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and it's it might seem like two years, but it definitely was last year. But um, it's about a young man who, at 13 years old, he witnessed there was a botched robbery in front of his house with his mom. And he witnessed his mom's death. And he was traumatized. And so he disconnected himself um, from the outside world. And his world became living through the peephole of his door. And um, he interacts with certain people in the neighborhood, uh, really two people that are really close, the mailman who's his best friend, and across the street is his neighbor, a young girl named Lucy, who is 13. And um, his, his dad is very enabling. Um, and so he, you sort of get the impression his dad is like, oh, you know, he's going to get through this. And getting through this is by 13, 14 years later. And he's a grown man. And his brother, who is two years older, um, is a actor and very successful, and he has just purchased a home in Atlanta for his dad and for Peep. And so now Peep has to come out of the house. And so that's where the story takes place. So it's about a Bubble Boy. Bubble Boy. Yes, Bubble Boy 2010. Yes, yeah, see, Truth <laughs> is the Bubble Boy. That's uh-huh, true. Uh-huh, You're the Bubble uh-huh. Boy, see, Truth. Yeah, and he's going to expose us to a lot of um, truths about ourselves, you know. Um, It's so funny because I didn't know um, that a large, like, as soon as people saw the trailer, and this is what we pulled together um, from the short film, because we didn't get everything. We had some rain and some delays. However, I'm very excited to be writing the featured film because I can really develop even more this character and I've been doing research on different behaviors um, that there's a large portion of people that actually stay in their house and this was a discovery for me and so in understanding the behavior and understanding the choices as to why it's really going to create even more depth to your character see truth in terms of your physicalities and and your movement in the house because the other thing is is we never so we never show him until the end of the film and when he looks out the peephole the visual is distorted myself and my dp sabelle martin um we're talking about creating something visually because black and white, even subconsciously, it rep- represents flashbacks. So we want to create something so when he looks out the peephole, visually it's distorted. So that when he finally comes out at the end, then he will see color as we do, the audience. Wow. Thermal yeah. sound waves we're here with director-writer Tracy Moore. Of course, <laughs> uh, coach, teacher, instructor, and all of that. And once again, if 
there are people out there who are interested in acting and want to take some of your classes. Where can they get in contact and where can they go to? Well, they can um, they can email me at thespiritedactor at hotmail.com. Um, my classes begin, a new scene study class, February 16th through March 30th. And um, the class is six weeks. And then at the end of the class, we have a showcase. And we just recently had a showcase that was very successful, and we had a lot of industry people come out. And that I, I give the showcase to the students as a gift to be able to display their talent and also an opportunity for me to invite my industry friends so that, you know, actors can get work, representation, now, access. Now, uh, to some people out there, uh-huh. of course, this is Tracy Moore. Yes. Now, uh, <laughs> some people out there might look at you, not look at you, but look at, you know, a situation like, I watch TV a lot. Right. Uh, I watch a lot of movies. Why do I need an acting coach? I look in the mirror and I think I got it. It's, it's wow. simple. Well, see, that's that's why they need an acting coach, because they think they got it. That's why. And And the truth is, you know, acting is recreating the human experience. And so life evolves and changes all the time. And so actors can't possibly have every given experience of the characters in which they portray. So if you don't have the experience of being in a relationship with, that's, that is infested with domestic violence, then you don't understand the psychology of what makes a woman stay, if that's the character in which you portray. So your performance, in my opinion, is flat because you don't have any truth to that experience or that knowledge, so you're just, quote-unquote, acting. There's no authenticity there, and there's no connection to you or your, and your audience that becomes engaging. Because if, if you don't believe, we don't believe. So being an actor, to me, is a continuous process. And acting coaches, and my job was not only to coach and to work with my clients, but it's also about really creating outside of the box. And in order for you to do that, you have to do the work in understanding how these characters are created and how the layers come on. You know, when you go to a movie and, you know, you see like a performance from Zinzel or Meryl Streep or whoever, where you walk out and you can't shake the performance off. It, it, stick, it stays with you. That's because those actors did their homework, connected with those characters, and became those people to the point where you forgot you were watching Denzel or Meryl Streep. Now, you is, actually believed who that character was. Is that the reason why Samuel Jackson had a problem with uh, a lot of artists being uh, actors and uh, Neil Long had a problem with Beyonce and obsession? Um, well, I think that in those situations, I think that, um, yes, I, I think that some actors feel that they aren't doing the work of an actor. However, I have to take my hat off to my clients because they did call me. And so they wanted to improve their skills. They wanted to broaden their skills. So I, I don't think that every rapper or musical um, artist transitioning is taking anything away from anyone. And I think that when they're really taking the time to do the work, that says a lot about who they are. And the other thing is, which I've said to Sam before, 
this isn't like this just didn't happen. Doris Day, Sammy Davis Jr., Elvis Presley. I mean, like this has been going on for years, and I think it's a natural transition for musical artists to become actors, or even for actors to become musical artists because they're creative beings. And you shouldn't limit talent into one category. It's Thermal Sideways. We're here with Tracy Moore, director, acting coach, writer. casting director, writer, and everything else under the sun of entertainment. As you can think of. <laughs> Even things she hasn't done Mogul. Yet. Mogul. You yeah, put yes. mogul in mogul. Absolutely. Mogul as well. Be- beautiful oh. woman also. Oh. Beautiful yes. Woman. yes. It's that, that wow. Well. Thank you. I'm on the road. That's great. Great now, comments. Per- person that puts Kev Lawrence in her in the film. Yes, we can put that in. Can we put that in? Yes, Thank yes. yes. <laughs> it worked. My plan worked. Now, <laughs> let me ask you about about Tyler Perry because he's been getting a lot of criticism and a lot of flack from people <laughs> based mm. on his um, characters and his particular projections of of characters uh, of, the, of the black persuasion. Um, what is your opinions on, on Tyler Perry and, yeah. and, and some of that? <laughs> well, I have some really great friends that work with Tyler. <laughs> and, you know, what I say is that this, in my opinion, this business is there's room for everyone. And I feel that I have so much respect and admiration for people who take this business in their own, you know, take control of it and, and, and make choices and decisions based on what they want to create. And I say that, you know, I mean, I'm, I've seen and I've support Tyler Perry's films. Some of his films are really great and some of them, you know, um, I've had challenging times. However, just looking at the bigger and the overall picture of Tyler Perry, I think it's amazing what he has been able to do from where he came. And I think that, you know, unfortunately, the entertainment business is such a selfish and egotistical-based environment that we can't just celebrate the fact that He's creating jobs and creating opportunities where Hollywood is not, and especially for people of color. So, you know, I have to applaud him for having the courage and and the vision to just say, you know what, this is what I'm going to do, and it started with his place to currently owning his own studio and being... Clap it up for uh, Tracy Moore, Let's go, we got to clap it up for you a little bit. I'm right. just saying, yeah, multi-multi-millionaire. Yeah. Like, clap, you know. clap it up for that. That girl's good. That girl's good. <laughs> But there's, but um, for the for those that criticize, though, there's the opportunity for them to actually, you know, go in another direction, change that. If if you disagree with something, then you know, create and make your own. I was going to say, and there's room for it. You know, there's room for it because I think that you know we spend so much time, we really spend so much time criticizing, dissecting, and you know, like wallowing in this this these these problems. Okay, well then, here's an opportunity to create a solution, create another, you know, void. There's a void, create a solution for that void. And that's exactly like how uh, the model is for Thermal Sandwich Radio. Go ahead, see, see the model, see, too. It's, it's mm. the natural alternative to fast food radio. And, you know, what about the ingredients? Oh, wow. the ingredients. Oh, absolutely, you know, don't sell it for crumbs. 
get the ingredients to make the cake. And then you could have a slice with Tracy Moore. Wow. <laughs> That's so I'm hard. trying so hard right now. I got to be in the film. I got to be. <laughs> well, um, I'm going to need you to email me um, over your picture and resume. Okay. The spirited actor at hotmail.com. I am waiting right now. I, I got one. I just took one with like one of them cameramen in the clubs. So I'm going to cut that picture out. All right. Give it to you. And, um, and I'm like, sitting by the computer right now. <laughs> I got you, sir. Right now. I got you. I I'm looking. Opened up Hotmail. <laughs> I'm waiting. That's the G. That's a, everybody out there. That's how I be in Hollywood, too. That's the G right there. I'm waiting. <laughs> now, now uh, Miss Tracy Moore. Yes. Uh, and the, the phone lines have been ringing. <laughs> really? Ever, ever since you've yeah, been it on. It's, it's constantly it's ringing. been ringing, like, <laughs> nonstop. <laughs> No, it, no, it really is. It, we, oh wow! It's, okay, it seriously is. It's, it's ringing. Oh wow! The light. Oh, C two has to put on shades right now because the red light is flashing <laughs> right in his eyes. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, Miss Tracy Moore. Yes. With C two in his uh in his new uh film, that's mm-hmm. going to be acclaimed for many uh, awards. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, thank you. He, well, he is an actor extraordinaire. You know. Yeah, and, uh, he is. Now, uh, how did you give him a a, a love scene? Now, I did not. However, okay, yeah, unbeknownst, let's go, let's go. unbeknownst to see truth. Yeah, let's go. Okay? Let me give you a little sneak background. Just oh, a sneak so peek. So it's going to be nonce now. Okay. Yes. Now it's nonce. Get it in. But see truth, there is a love interest for you. Oh, okay. In, in the feature version. Bang, but bang, But you bang. never, ever connect physically. What? Ooh. It's yeah, man. It's through the people. What? Every everything about his relationships are through. There's the his now he doesn't speak as well throughout the film, right? So there's a scene where um him and the mailman who is played by Mike from One Twelve. Whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. A mailman? Yes. No, 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 not, not that. Okay, okay, I'll let you finish. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. No! Let, let, let her a, finish. Let her finish. Yes, thank you, c It's my homie. So I, I they, have, my homie. they have, like, their own personalized knock. And, you know, for the movie purpose, we had it, like, you know, the mailman knocks, dun, 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 and then C-Truth hits back, dun, dun. And so in terms of physically being near C-Truth, the mailman, who's his best friend, who they went, they went to school together... He's the only one that gets that close to see truth. Now, the the love interest that I do have, she does come up the stairs to talk to you through the door. And it's some really great stuff that I want to do in terms of the way you touch the door, see truth, and she touches on the other side. Like, that's all I'm giving you. That's all I'm giving you. (laughs) What kind of of spassy? No, no. Touch the door. You know, you got to, where is he? Are you guys near a computer? You should go to, um, (laughs) I'll send me your photo and I'll send you the website where you can go see it. I, I sure, I sure will. But we, can we work on somewhere? She actually uh, opens up the door and she comes in, and um, and that might happen. I'm, I didn't tell you. Okay, anything. okay. See, it's still in the process. Anything. I'm helping you out right there. See, it's in the process. Protection. You know how, like, I mean, I haven't had this experience, but we've seen it in movies. But you know how, like, somebody's in jail and they're on the phone and they touch the glass. <laughs> 
You know, and like, then like, another yeah. person on the other side, the female, she touches the glass. Yeah, yes. like OG Bobby I, I Johnson. Haven't, I haven't had that experience, but maybe Kev has. You wild. Let's tell you something. <laughs> You know what? Shout out to Ogdenburg and other places when you go there. Stand apart. Stand apart. Click, 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 click. Anybody want a picture? Click, click. A lot of those jail runs see my people, man. 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 Well, if you can, uh, if you can visualize that, right? It's just a door. And there are certain moments that, that touch him. And just his gesture will say something to you, and her gesture will say something without words. You need to watch some movies. I got some movies, some new watch. That's the case. Anyway, we still here, Miss uh, Miss Tracy I'm Moore. I'm still here. at the computer. <laughs> <laughs> just want you to know. <laughs> we at Thermal Sideways Radio, the world from his radio boys. See, shoot, Kev Lawrence here with Miss Tracy Moore, uh, casting director, writer, and everything. Yes. The, the go-to woman, and and an example of. What happens when you actually take an idea and you put it in motion, put it yeah. to paper, and you put it in motion, and you just you just do it? You never yeah. know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Now, now, Miss uh, Miss Moore. Yes, uh, Mister Kevin. Yes, yes. I'm happy we're getting acquainted. Yeah. Uh, uh, we had actor uh, Rick Gonzalez uh-huh. on our show before. We had a few actors on our show before, and directors. oh yeah, okay. Um, we asked him a question, and we we here would like to get your view strong opinion or even fact on it mm-hmm. we uh asked him a question why is it that and dave Chappelle mentioned this before why is it that many uh, uh men of color when they get on with movies through hollywood they have to wear a dress ah. in order to get further along wow and to get into that upper echelon uh is that true and if so how do you feel about it you know, I, I don't know how true it is. However, I do know that if you were to do research and sort of um, focus on that area, you will see a common denominator among some African-American actors. Um, I would have to say the only, re- the only mm, and, and, and this is not... Uh, the fact or expert advice, but in my opinion, it has to do with um, um, control, power. Uh, you know, um, Hollywood is an interesting business. I like how you put that. Yes, <laughs> and yes. and um, the the challenge that I have, and and I will never stop teaching the classes. The spirited actor, our motto is to empower the person inside the act. Because when you know who you are, you know your power. And what I believe, and especially in Los Angeles, where the stench of desperation is rampant. Stench of desperation. Yes. I can smell it from here. Yeah. Yes, yeah. It's All a through stench Los because you because people have an idea that making it validates them, legitimizes them, gives them some sort of leverage or and it, it, you got to start inside first because when you start inside you don't need that validation outside and that's why when you go out to LA people will do this or do that or or you know um, there's no limit to what you really will do and that that goes as far as Compromising your sexuality. Yes, absolutely. And what, what I 
can say to people is if you have the opportunity, go out to Hollywood. Just yeah. take a look around. Just just yeah. see what goes on. Just not even to just, you know, do anything, but to do that. Mm-hmm. And you'll see and prepare yourself. What what you you'll see some things. Yeah. We, we like to go out there about once a year. No, at just least twice. Like at least twice a year. Well, at, at, at least once. Yeah. At least once. And just just to see mm-hmm. what the whole vibe of, of, of the city and of, of that place is, is going on at that particular time. And not to this because we have a lot of our peoples over there in Hollywood, LA and all that. You know, there's people yeah. there's all sorts of people everywhere. Yeah. But you know, to under to have some some a gist of an understanding of what goes on over there, you have to go. You have to go yeah. there. You have to yeah. see what it's about, and you'll see certain things. You'll be like, "Wow, they're still they're still hating on brown skinned dark skinned girls." Like, you got to really be extremely light skinned or or mixed yeah. with something to get in the clubs. Yeah, yeah. It's. I remember I was in a um, one of their uh, supermarkets, Ralph, and the I had locks at this time, and the cashier said to me. Um, she was like, wow, I would love to lock my hair, but I'm so scared. And I said, um, scared? And she said, yeah, you know, I just, ah, I want to do it, but, ah, you know, I don't know if it's the right thing. And I just, and it wasn't from a cultural standpoint, culturally, she had been taught or maybe um, influenced to believe that, natural hair wasn't acceptable so in order for me to for me to wear my hair natural I was brave and um it took a lot of courage and I was like no all hair is beautiful (laughs) there's you know all hair is beautiful and and it really comes down to again an acceptance of who you are because they there are standards out in Los Angeles and plastic surgery is one of them I mean that's rampant right now. I mean, it's always been rampant, but I, I think the thing that's bringing awareness is how young yes. a lot of these women are in doing it and, and the extensiveness of it. With parental permission. Yeah, it's like, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, invest in spending time with your children and, and getting them to love who they are and accept who they are. And not to say, you know, I'm against plastic surgery. You know, you have choices. You choose to do what you do. Just know where it's coming from, you know? Because if if plastic surgery is to enhance, I get it. Like, they do that all day in L.A. It's very image-driven, you know? Um, However, if you're doing it, try to fix something that's inside to help you like yourself better, then I question the intent. Maybe it's more within... You know, because, I mean, you you, you got to eat. If you're an actress out in L.A., <clears throat> excuse me, you eat air. That's what you eat. You eat air because you have to be a size zero for them. One of my dearest, dearest, wow. dearest friends is an actress, beautiful. And she's a working actress, and her real size is a four. A four. She went in for an audition, and the casting director said that she couldn't get past her weight. She's a four. <laughs> what the hell? God. I'm just, I, don't, I'm, I don't know. Maybe it's me. They call them big girls if you're a four. Okay. I say, and I That's... say, you know, like, and again, it coming from... Listen, I'm just saying, like, again, they eat air. And the thing is, is that, you know, there are so many actors, like, I'm sure somebody said to Danny DeVito, like, you'll never make it in this business. 
Because oh, you're not five something. Yeah. So you're four foot ten? Too short. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or to Whoopi Goldberg, you're a dark skinned sister with locks. It's never going to happen. Yep. Yeah. So to me, those examples go against Hollywood standards. And it says to me that those people had resilience inside of them that were persistent enough to say, I don't care what you're saying, this is what I say. And, 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 this is, and, and I believe in myself and I believe in my talent and I'm going to make something of this creativity in which I have. And so, you know, because Danny DeVito auditioned 219 times until, wow. yeah. Dan yeah. DeVito, the man from Taxi, mm-hmm. Twins, Jewel of the Nile, et cetera, et cetera. Can you imagine so on that 217 if he said, ah, forget it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but he kept going, he kept going. And so, you know, I, I just, my, my wish for Hollywood is that in creating, recreating the human experience through actors and through characters that, you know, we ease up on this because I mean the Hollywood is filled with anorexic women like you know and yeah. and I mean uh, you know bless her soul like Brittany Murphy like you know they're just warning signs in terms of weight out there that you know it's interesting like my girls if they like have something crazy on I'm gonna I'm a pull their coattail like no I don't think that's gonna work you know but these girls are like rails and nobody's saying like you should eat no, they, they actually tell them that they look great. Unbelievable. That's, that's, that's the thing about it, though. They're oh. like, you look great. Oh, you um, look so thin. You I love look your so sternum. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know? I love the way I can see all of your rib cage. Yes. <laughs> like, unbelievable. Your, and your, so your nice. heroin lines are just so <laughs> lovely. <laughs> oh. it, it's, it's sad. Yeah, it's it really is sad, sad it you is know? Sad. And so that's why... You know, I'll work in Hollywood, and I have a lot of friends out in California. Um, but you just have to have a sense of groundedness. You really have to understand, and this is what I teach, who you are. Because without actors, production doesn't happen. Well, it we've doesn't. seen that. We've seen that go down. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. and, and, and I'm saying utilize your power in a way that's conducive to working as a team because that's eventually what it becomes when you're on set it's a team you know it's it's about the director but you know for me it's about my actors i'm very actor character driven so i'm always concerned whether you're a principal a day player or an extra i'm concerned about my cast so you know when you know that the power of your life is based on your thoughts your words and witnessing the manifestation, then you no longer give your power away in an audition to the director or the casting director based on their credits. You come in there knowing your credits because you're in the room with them, so that must say something about you. Definitely. It's Thermal Sign Ways. We're here with Tracy Moore. And, you know, if you're still in contact with the young lady that, you know, is zero, I can help her out and get her back to a four, you know. Oh, I could, I could put some meat on that. Well, donate my services, you know, <laughs> pro bono. I could put something on it. <laughs> it's always good to know that my brothers have got my back. Oh, Thank yeah, you, all brothers. The time, all the time. You know. I have her back, too. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way Kevin just like comes under, you know. He's like that under that that instrumental music. You just come up. Yeah, two thirty one. Right. Yeah. right. I'm, Kevin. I'm sitting at my computer, brother. 
What is the deal? I'm, 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 chill, I'm in the seat chilling. She's like, see, can you send something for me, please? Can you, send can you draw a picture and I'm, send it to me? I'm about to send them something real quick. Don't worry Just about it. draw something, all right? What do you look like, brother? I'm, I, I'm, you look at the, the website. I'm, you, know, you know what? I'm sending something right now. I'm getting on the computer. Yes, please. Ben, uh, I want I want to know who I'm talking to. I know C Truth. I want to know. Aren't you Give on, me a visual. Aren't you on Facebook with C Truth? You're his friend. Yes, on Facebook, right? I'm on Facebook. So how how come I don't have you as my friend on Facebook? We're not friends. Oh man, you know I'm gonna look for you right now. I'm going there. I'm gonna look for you <laughs> on yes. C's page. And you'll see my children. I'm with my children. Oh, I mean, I love the kids. I, you know, I mean, they're grown. They're not really children. Oh, is he? Uh, are they away in college? Are they crazy? Radiance. Well, Radiance is. No, they're not. Well, yeah, they could be. But Radiance <laughs> is um, a graduate That's of crazy. Howard University. And um, Miles is 14. So um, he's um, in the eighth grade. And I have four more years. And then I'm moving to Paris or London. I'm oh. not really sure yet. And I'm writing my memoirs. Nice. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's that's my life in the next four years. And then, you know, I'm just going to kind of just do whatever, whatever, whenever. I'm always going to teach. I'm always going to be consistent with teaching. That's beautiful. Yeah. So once again, everybody needs to check out thespiritofactor.com, MySpace, look for the Spirit of the Actor. Um, check out Shoot to Win starting this Wednesday at the Sherry Lane Theater in New York City. And for information, where can they go for that? Um, for information, they can go to, it's, um, they can go to uh, Telecharge, and I have a number. It's 212-239-6200. Great. And they can also uh, contact you if they want to get uh, uh, into your acting school, correct? Yes, they can contact me at the Spirited. Ed the spirited actor at hotmail dot com and they should call me. I mean, they should hit me as soon as they can because um, I am filling up, and um, we will be starting next Tuesday. Thank you for being on the program. We definitely oh, always you. appreciate you. Yeah, and uh, you know it's going to be great things in the future. We already know this. Well, I look forward to seeing you on the set, See Truth, this summer. And Kevin, as soon as I get that picture, we can have a discussion. <laughs> I'm but about to hit you on until, Facebook right now. You know, I'm just I, saying this yabba dabba do up it, it, until I get the picture. It's yabba dabba do. You know what I'm saying? I remember where I met her. I met you before. I met <laughs> you before one time on 42nd Street. Oh, easy, easy. <laughs> no, see, that was when you had another name on you. Oh, I had another name. Yes, it was yeah. Tracy Moore Maribel. Okay, yeah, that's right, yeah. And, yeah. And, Wait yeah. a minute. I met you with C-Truth. That is correct. But you got to go. Sorry, we got we to go. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. I had such a great time. Tell Khalid I said hello. I shall. I will. <laughs> yeah, seeing these those, those sex scenes. Yeah. <laughs> You're touching the doors, <laughs> holding herself. <laughs> Good night. Good night. It's thermal sound waves, hey. natural alternative to fast food radio. Yes, it is. Thermal sound wave, wave.